thick fur and thick fat, slumbering through long, dark winters. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. While the chaos of our modern world can cause any brain to get waylaid into doing other things, it has always been the outdoors that slips me into my natural state. If I had to guess, I got my appreciation for being present in the quiet solitude of northern forests from my mom, and my deeply analytical tinkering brain from my father. Typifying this is any weekend stroll in the woods with those two. My mom often strolls through the woods, hands gently clasped behind her back, eyes looking at this flower and that bird, grinning like a daisy in the sunshine. My dad, by contrast, often hikes head down, earbuds in place, listening to the play-by-play of a basketball game, two hiking sticks in hand, mind oscillating between point guards, fast breaks and rebounds, and rainwater catchment systems, solar gain, and wooden boats. And so it is no surprise that I head to the woods when I either need to get some real thinking done, or I need to empty my mind of thoughts and embrace the present moment. Both pursuits are enhanced by the wind rustling bare branches and the crunch of my footsteps through the snow. Of course, that is, until the topic of today's episode explodes from the underbrush like a cannonball shot across the bow of mindfulness, causing my brain to screech to a halt and my heart to race. Ruffed grouse. Most folks across the ruffed grouse's range know them by that name, though if you have spent any time talking about wildlife in Maine, you likely know them by their colloquial name, partridges. While Wikipedia assures me that some people incorrectly call them partridges, I must object. Sure, there is a European bird called a partridge, which is a different species, but that can also be said of the robin, and Wikipedia seems rather silent on that particular matter. Whatever you call them, partridges are chunky ground birds about the size and shape of a small chicken, but draped in the mottled gray, brown, red, and tan trappings of a wild bird. They even walk in the same haughty manner as their domestic cousins, despite their wild clothing, conjuring an image of a Parisian count strutting about the spruce and fur in a flannel shirt jacket and gumboots. Speaking of gumboots, with the added complication of all that ice and snow in the winter, the grouse, who much prefers to stomp around on the ground than fly, grows little fringed projections from its toes. These fringes, called snowshoes, both add extra grip and increase the surface area of their feet so they don't sink into the snow as far. Also helping the birds survive the winter are their feathery legs. While most birds have bare, scaly legs, those of a partridge are covered with small, downy feathers, like a pair of woolly pants, to fend off the worst of the winter cold. While the dark, camouflaged feathers help the partridge blend into the forest in the warmer months of the year, In winter, they can stick out like a stump in a snowfield. To minimize the effects of being a predator magnet on the snow, they have adapted a rather interesting way of simultaneously coping with the freezing temperatures and blending in. After they have eaten a meal of tree buds, old dried fruits from the fall, and alder catkins, they will hunker down onto the forest floor and shimmy themselves into loose snow to completely bury themselves in a small, personal-sized snow cave. Inside this cave, they can avoid the worst of the winter weather and be completely hidden from prying predator eyes. So this weekend, you can keep an eye or an ear out for partridges. Their tracks are relatively easy to identify. They make a line of perfect lowercase t-shaped tracks through the snow. Follow these tracks and you might even find a snow cave where a partridge hunkered down after a precious meal. 
I like to excavate the cave a bit to see if I can find any partridge scat at the bottom, which looks like small turkey scat or a brown cheese puff. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 